0: Hi everybody, this is the Quirkade and you're listening to Red Rank Podcast. Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. In today's episode, I had a really fun conversation with Hydro, who you might know from uh, watching some Dead by Daylight content or some roleplay through Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Hydro's all over the place and is a very talented and wonderful person. I've had Hydro's name circled on my podcast basically since the beginning of the podcast. I was glad that we could... Get this conversation recorded and uh, for you to enjoy it. Just a friendly reminder, you can find me on all podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, anywhere you can download a podcast. If you could do me a big, big favor, please rate the podcast. It helps with the almighty algorithm. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Hydro. All right. And as promised, I'm here with Hydro. We're here to uh, talk about all things, you know, Dead by Daylight content creation, etc. Whatever comes up. Uh, Hydro's pronouns are he they. Uh, Hydro is a partner Twitch streamer and Fog Whisperer, which is the partner program with Dead by Daylight, and has a stinky
1: deslinger Uh uh-huh. Hydro, how's it going today? Hello, 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 everybody. How's it going? And yeah, I'm you. a sticky Deathslinger main, but I am proud of it, so... <laughs> yeah,
0: you should be, and the, the thing is, like, the way you play Deathslinger is so fun, like, you're not, like, going for optimal, you know, 4K plays and proxy camping and running four slowdowns, you're just, like, going for cool shots.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just what I love about the killer, honestly, because, like... Uh, I don't know. There's like, I feel like the game there's like easier ways to win, but I feel if it's not giving me satisfaction, like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So we're like going for that shot, like through two windows in Killer Shack, even though I won't get any value, just feels cool to me. Oh <laughs> so totally. That's why I like go for that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's it's super fun. It makes for really entertaining moments, and yeah, I I and I I, I appreciate that. I fall into I fall into the trap a lot of the time when. Because I'm slowly becoming a killer main, and I'm, like, sweating, you know? I'm, like, I can feel it dripping from my brow, and I'm, like, oh, i got to get this Jake Park, who is MFT and dead hard. I'm going to get him. I'm going to proxy him. And I'm, like,
1: "Well, no, like, man. Man, <laughs> Let me say this, though. Like, there is nothing wrong with wanting to win the game. I've been saying this for a long time because people get really upset when people play against people that want to win. We are yeah. playing a pvp game this means the player versus player game which means there's gonna be a yeah. winner and a loser no yeah. one like hops onto a pvp game wanting to lose you know what i mean like i still oh, yeah. go for my wins like there are games i'm like y'all i'm sweating my balls off this game because <laughs> i want to get this 4k you know what i mean because i think oh yeah playing hard and playing competitively is also fun and it can yeah. be just as much fun as like being Mimi you know i think it's just like mm-hmm. time in place or what your vibe is um, oh, yeah. So my usual go to whenever I'm playing this game is like I try to match energies. So yeah. if I see that a team is running like four for to peoples and like a toolbox and a flashlight and a med kit, I'm like, oh, they want to play. So I'm going to play. Yeah. You know, yeah. But when I see oh, somebody who's fair. like, this guy's missed like four skill checks in a row, like I'm going to be like, OK, you know what? I'll just <laughs> go for shots this game kind of thing. Yeah, but I think the balance is good because I think even Otofu said it best. It's like, yo, Mimi is great, but like sweating is fun, too. And I like watching that as well. You know, so yeah that's 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 fair i do try to
0: match energy when i can because there Mm -hmm. are times when you run into a group where it's very obvious that one or two of them are just either brand new to the game or just not very good yeah and it's not fun to like eliminate them and not even let them play the game yeah so i'll just i'll like i'll run into that person and i'll either slug them or just ignore them and Go find somebody
1: else. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I try. I try to do the same thing, and it's hard too because in dbd there's like no rank mode, right? Yeah. So sometimes yeah. you get into a match, and it's like, yo, three gens got pop in a minute. Like I gotta go ham. For oh it. yeah. And then you're yeah. in that mindset, so you go on next game. You're like, oh my god, I'm so sweating from the last game. But then the people are just like, here's a pebble. I'm like, dude, the whiplash of energy is so rough sometimes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And
0: that's that's a thing. Like I I think that a big part of the frustration in the community comes from expectations. Um, you know, some people bring, you know, they want to bring their, their map offerings with optimized perks mm-hmm. and they're just in, in it to win it, you know, reality yeah. show style. I'm in it to win it. I'm not here to make friends. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, But some people are like, eh, I'll just, yeah, I'll throw a pebble at the killer and hope yeah. that, i get a, a head-on
1: stun and stuff like that like 100 uh, that's why i always preach like whatever you find fun and what you enjoy doing like you, you just go for it no matter mm-hmm. what at the end of the day people are just not going to be happy with no matter what you do you know there are some games when i'm memeing and someone's like well you're trying to help the survivor i'm reporting you you know yeah or i'm memeing yeah. and then you are like well next time maybe you should run this perk instead and you might win i'm like okay and then you go for a win, and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, yo, you're so sweaty, bro. Like, what, do you yeah. never touch a grass? I'm like, what do y'all <laughs> want from me, you know? So, like, after, like, three and a half, almost four years of playing DVD, I just come to the mindset that, like, I'm going do whatever I want. And if the person yeah. doesn't like it, oh, well, they do like it, great. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm just going to continue playing, living my life and queuing up for the next one. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. I hear you. No, The funny thing is, like,
0: you can have games that are in your in your head they're like really fun you maybe you're having fun and maybe you think you're just having the other people are having fun as well but Mm -hmm. like then they'll come to your stream like you
1: buddy touch grass Mm -hmm. like you're like oh oh okay you know what i want to do for those moments Yeah, I want to have this little pot of like fake grass next to my desk and whenever oh. someone tells me to touch grass I'm just gonna like pick up the pot and like pet my grass and then put it back down oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did but have... Yeah, man I, I'm like I'm in my like point in my like streaming career I guess and my DVD yeah. playing career that I just like I'm so unbothered like yeah nothing shitty happens in a game I'm like okay that's cool go next I don't really care like I just like I'm so pointed I'm just like I can't be stressing over about something that I can't control you know
0: yeah that's that's fair i think that's a good standpoint because like the the thing is like at the end of every trial all you get are blood points right mm-hmm. and maybe some shards and that's about it you're not you're not winning money from these rounds you're exactly. not losing money it's just uh
1: i mean you're winning mmr a number that we can't even see so yeah that's true uh, <laughs> oh, i wish i could at least see my mmr so i could at least like you know put it on my title on my stream being like twenty five thousand mmr Deslinger <laughs> plays against sweaties <laughs> yeah. like at least it'll be kind of cool you know but like yeah that's yeah. so why i'm just like i'm just super unbothered when i play the game like i'm just there to have fun and whether yeah. it's me being super sweaty and going for a 4k or me just going for some cool shots and want everyone live like whatever mm-hmm. kind of feel like doing is i just do it and if people like it great and if they don't I, I just move on with my life they don't bother me none Cool.
0: I, I love that. I love that. More more people need that. And I, I'm going to take that away with me too. Like that's that's the other thing I really enjoy about doing these interviews is talking with other content creators. I can be like, okay, yeah, I like that. I'm going to make that a part of my my arsenal, my toolkit, kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like a very smart thing to do. Because a little off topic, I guess, is with the whole streaming space um mm-hmm. there's something that a lot of people always say is like never compare yourself to other creators never compare yourself to th- other creators and like right. i agree with that to an extent because i don't mm-hmm. think comparing is a really a bad thing it depends what you do with that energy you know like yeah. if i go into a stream and i see someone is doing well then i'm like oh what are they doing well oh they're adding scene transitions or they're doing sounds or mm-hmm. whatever and then you take that, and instead of being salty about it, being like, yo, I'm going to apply, like, you know, a little scene transition of my own right here. I'm going to do that. I I do that a lot whenever I watch people's streams. Even people that are more oh, successful yeah. than me, even people that are on my my same level or just starting, I feel like mm-hmm. everyone has something fresh and creative. And sometimes just yeah. some great ideas watching people. So I really think that, like, you know, even like what you said, I'm going to take that away from today. It's just, like, picking up oh, things yeah. you never thought of and seeing mm-hmm. and making your own is, like, a great thing to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, it, yeah, it's all about perspective and yeah, just making sure you're not being super weird with any of that energy. It's, yeah, it's exactly. all good. Like exactly. Yeah. And I, I try to do the same as well because I do recognize when people are putting in the work and when people are like, um, you know, I'll just, I'll just use Mish as an example. Mish is somebody mm-hmm. I look up to in a big way because she's incredible at the game She's incredible, even better with the community. Like mm-hmm. super just interactive. Um, it's just always working on her craft. And uh yeah, I'm just like, man, I, I wish I was like half as talented as Mesh, but like <laughs> it's funny because she'll be like having these deep conversations about life, and she's like running a Xenomorph. And like yeah, I know. Palestine I love that. Jumping through windows and shit. And I'm like, man, if I were having that conversation, I'd be like on the ground in eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. Be, no, I agree, which is, is really great. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about some of the events I've seen you participate in, especially recently. Like you've got a lot of things going on. Like you had the Into the Fog event what was that mm-hmm. yesterday or the day before Thursday yeah um, yeah and the um, earlier this year you had into the rainbow which was incredible you had Trixie Mattel commenting on your Deslinger oh. play that must have been pretty amazing
1: the highlight of my my life like I could yeah. like pass away and I'd be like you know what Tracy Mattel <laughs> kind of knows who I am. So like, yeah. I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was so uh, fun watching that. Like all the events are super fun to watch. Cause like you get like y'all are fog whispers for a reason. Like I can see when I watch any of you, I can see why you've been selected for the program. Hmm. So to get ev- all of the personalities together, like that's so cool. And yeah, it, I was really impressed with how much uh, Trixie knew about DVD. Like, you just with like celebrity people, you you really don't know how much
1: they know, but you can tell <laughs> Trixie. Oh yeah, her shot of... was really good. She knew perk yeah. names, she knew tiles, she knew maps, knew killers. Like, yeah. it was really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, when it just comes to these events, like, okay, very cliche to say, but stuff like this like doesn't happen to me. <laughs> you know, okay, taking yeah. that line from Harry Styles um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just um like all just opportunities i've been getting this year have been like amazing like getting into the fog whisper program i i did not think this was gonna happen like at all yeah. you know i think like many people who stream dvd they all they were all like not all of us but a lot of us do push for it for a while right, um but it right. started getting burned out and i felt like i was like doing too much and i just wasn't like happy with how things were going and this came mm-hmm. to a point that i kind of just like you know what i'm just gonna leave my hashtag into the fog up and I'm just gonna post my content, do my thing, but it's not gonna be something I'm gonna be like focusing on a lot. Right. I feel like right. it took away a lot of energies um for me. And I was like, it was hurting my own content, it was hurting like my community as well. So I kind of mm-hmm. just like been like, you know what? I'm gonna stop trying to focus solely on this. There's more things for me to focus on besides just this. Like yeah. this is a great goal if I hit it, but if I don't hit it, I'm still doing great things. So I was yeah. like I came to peace with it. Um mm-hmm. so when I got the like the email for being invited, I was like flabbergasted i'm like what? oh cool <laughs> i did not think this was gonna happen there was no inclination like no inkling that it was going to happen i was just mm-hmm. got the email and i like i cried <laughs> you know oh yeah it was I'll really bet. overwhelming it was really cool mm-hmm. um and i just hope that like i do the program justice you know and i just hope i just do like my community proud and stuff when it comes to these yeah. events they're so fun like yeah. Yeah. It's really cool because I'm getting to do events or play games with people that I've looked up to for a very long time, people oh, that yeah. I've watched stream forever. Like before I even started streaming, before I even picked up DVD, like I was watching like, oh, Tofu, Otisarva, oh, uh, mm-hmm. True Talent, like all these people like back in the day, because I like liked the game, the game looked really cool. Like I'm a big mm-hmm. horror fan. Seeing Freddy Krueger chase a survivor. I'm like, this game is sick. So I'm just watching them play. And then yeah. when I finally started streaming, you know, um, started playing the game, I was like, I'm never going to talk to these people. But like, you know, it's cool mm-hmm. that like I'm in, in the same game. I'm starting to grow. And now that I'm like, in a call with them, yeah. you know, or even like you said, Trixie Mattel, freaking watching her on RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> years ago, like obsessed with her yeah. content. All of a sudden, she's yeah. like, wow, Hydro's like the Beyonce of Deathslinger. I'm like, baby, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live that down. I have it recorded on my phone. <laughs> That's that, so you know? cool. So I'm just I'm just trying to capitalize on whatever opportunity that gets thrown at me now because you know, I never really know when those opportunities go away. So mm-hmm. whenever they ask if I want to do this, if I want to do that, I'm like, yes, I don't care. Sign me up. I'll make time for it and I'll be there and I'll do my best. Damn. And yeah, I just go there to have fun and to kind of like do what I can. And it seems people seem to enjoy it. People seem to be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a it's like a fun interaction, you know. And then seeing people like. That I've come to know throughout my community, uh, my streaming career, you know, like you and other friends Mm -hmm. um, that watch the content and then like seeing y'all hyping me up in the chat, bro. I'm just over there being like, holy (laughs) shit, this is so cool. Like, I don't know, man. I just feel very blessed right now. And my mom always told me to like, whenever you get opportunities like this, take it and run with it because it doesn't come every day, every day. Yeah, um, especially for people like me, right? Like I'm a I'm a gay guy. I'm like a half black, I'm Latino. Like I'm such a minority. <laughs> Usually <laughs> check stuff a lot like of this, boxes, yeah, exactly, a lot of boxes, right? Usually the stuff doesn't happen. to people mm-hmm. like me, I guess. So like now that it is, I'm just gonna like take it for as long as I can, you know, until it stops. Oh, it's amazing, yeah,
0: and I love that, and I wanted to highlight the events you've been in uh, recently because. I think it's important to champion these things because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of in the, in the same, same ballpark as you, you know, I'm a native Canadian guy, you know, kind of dark, <laughs> you know, I'm bisexual and, um, older, you know, being, mm-hmm. being older in the content creation space, mm-hmm. like a lot of these things are, it's almost like. You know, in video games, how they have like difficulty multipliers and stuff. Like yeah. that's what it feels like when you know, it comes oh, to.
1: hundred percent true, bro. It's when you're so not, true. when
0: you're not in the majority of of things, and um, you know, I'm I'm not here to say like, oh, poor me, but like that's just the reality of this world, and I'm okay with it because mm-hmm. when I do enjoy some success, it just makes it that much sweeter. And hundred um, percent. And I like what you
1: said where, like, it's not this is like what I'm saying, too, is like it's not a poor us moment. It's just like, yeah, the reality of what it is, you know, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, when it comes to like me and my content, like I I am I'm queer, I'm like half black and I'm Latino. But those are like not all I am, you know, it's not the focus of what I do. It's just Mm -hmm. like who I am as a person. And that's what people end up seeing when they first like see me yeah Um, but i'm I'm so much more than that right like so much more oh yeah Um, oh exactly like complaining of like stuff stuff sucks and i would love to things change especially within like the streaming space and everything but Mm -hmm. i'm not here trying to get like some pity points you know i work hard for my shit like i work hard. yeah oh yeah (laughs) definitely
0: i i see it because yeah you're you're one of the most consistent streamers on my rotation because i do like like to check in on people and I don't always say hi cuz like I just okay, I, don't, I, I don't know I'm just I'm like a serial lurker kind of thing mm-hmm. but like yeah when I in when I'm in your streams like I think another thing that that doesn't get talked about a lot is the energy that you bring to your streams is always so high energy and so positive and your laughs are just Thank like infectious. You. And that's a big, re- that's a big reason why I like being in your stream is because you're laughing and giggling and having a good time. And for me, I'm usually working at the time. So oh, it's I like it's not always <laughs> a good time. So if I can have some good vibes on my, on my second monitor and I can glance over and see you laughing and having a good time, that makes me happy. So, um, you know, staying that consistent um week to week like you know i i applaud you for that because uh I, I can't imagine how hard that is like you know physically mentally all all that
1: stuff oh it, it definitely is um hard it's like when it comes to my content people ask me like what my content is like i'm i'm a dvd streamer primarily right but right. dvd is more of just like the catalyst or the thing that brings people to my channel i feel I feel mm-hmm. like I try to incorporate a lot of humor, a lot of like comedy, a lot of improv. I just like making people laugh at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. but just naturally, I'm a pretty high energy person. Um, and it's great. I love it. Like yeah. I used to be something that I used to be like ashamed of. People will tell me I'm too loud, people would tell me that I'm too boisterous and all this stuff. And like, oh, it comes no to, like way. Out that about me, you know?
0: Yeah. And even like you saying yeah. that
1: you love my laugh, and it's infectious. You mean fun of my laugh constantly, right? Oh, really? It's, it's, it's wow. That, yeah, all the time. But it's stuff that makes me mean, I come to like love and accept. But I will say that it comes to a point that, like, I stream for, like, try to go for five hours of stream. <laughs> but by hour, yeah. like, two and a half, three, I'm fucking tired, bro. Like, yeah. I'm exhausted. I'm drained. And I always see that, like, people are able to go for so much longer. And I'm always like, I want to push myself. And then my mods are always like, bro, you are at a 100 from the moment you start your stream. It makes sense that you burn out by hour three. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But I feel like it's what makes me and my content. So mm-hmm. that's why, because I'm not able to stream for, like, super long periods of time, I try to do, like, a lot of, like, offline content to highlight myself okay. as well. So yeah, I feel like, it's super important to do. Because, mm-hmm. like, on Twitch, if you're not live, you're not growing, right? Like, it's just oh, how exactly. it There's VODs and stuff, but, like, people who watch your VODs are usually people that already watch your content, if anything. But for the most part, people don't really go and watch VODs um mm-hmm. So, if I'm not live, I'm not growing. So, how can I do that? Just like TikTok is fantastic for me. Like short form content is like great. Yeah. Even though, you know, TikTok opened up a goddamn creator program for Canada already. I want to get paid. Please. I want right? to get paid, bro. Sometimes I get a video that like, <laughs> yeah. like, 100 views. I'm like, I could have made like $100 off that. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's but, crazy. Yeah. That and like YouTube shorts is like mm-hmm. probably like the best. And I just try to like do as much like offline stuff as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, it's really
0: good because it, that's a big reason why I wanted to start this podcast was to, because I know there's a niche for it. Um, you know, there's there's some demand for it, and mm-hmm. uh, pe- people enjoy listening to people talk about DVD or listen to their favorite DVD content creators. And um, it's it's I think it's so important to have that offline content that's just like helping you grow organically and mm-hmm. I, i've been trying to like beat that into the heads of some of my friends over the last few years but i've just given up at this point because like if you don't get it by now like yeah you're you're just gonna have to be okay with not growing unfortunately yeah,
1: i tried to do the same thing like i think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing when people ask me for advice on growing uh my first advice is always first and foremost to just hit the go live button and just go live and do your thing you Yeah. Know? Yeah. And afterwards, I'm always like, do offline, do TikTok. There's like go into it. I don't care if you hate TikTok, you don't have it yeah. downloaded. I don't care if you post a TikTok and it gets 20 views. Because at yeah. the end of the day, like if you post something, this is something I had to get into my own head too, because, you know, as creators, when we post something online, we always keep checking its analytics constantly over and over, oh, and over yeah. again. It's so <laughs> yeah. rough on our mental health, yeah. you know? Like I worked on That's hours of this and it only has like 25 yeah. views, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It used to get like me really bad until like yeah. it got into the mindset of like you know what i'm just gonna post it because even if a 100 people only see this video that's a 100 people that probably don't know me and are seeing yeah. my content for the first time which means yeah, if, only, if, you know, if only one of them comes into my stream and follows me that already boosts mm-hmm. my chances of getting more people to watch right and once i got that in yeah. my head i just post now and i close it and i don't look at it like that's it you know um and that that's, helped me out a lot
0: yeah oh that's awesome i i love that yeah because like I'm the same way like I'll, I'll in terms of like posting something and then checking it and you know five minutes 10 minutes 30 minutes like I'm like oh man it's a flop I'm just I'm terrible I mm-hmm. just I don't know what I'm doing and
1: what do the people
0: want yep. <laughs> and Yeah, just...
1: and like most of the time it's not even our fault you know the yeah, algorithm yeah. for all these things is so like I. A- It's, like, navigating, like, I don't know, rocket science. Because, like, you post, and something does well, and, like, you're, like, great, I'll do something similar. You post something Mm -hmm. similar, and it flops. And it's, like, there's no rhyme Mm. or reason to, like, anything. Which I think is why a bigger reason why I started moving away from caring that much. Because at the end of the day, like, what can I do, you know? I figure out the algorithm after posting for three months, and then the next day, TikTok changes their algorithm without saying what the algorithm change is. Like, I can't just sit here and kind of keep wondering and pondering about it, you know? Cause yeah. there's some like there's some creators like out there that post stuff and they just constantly get views over and over and over mm-hmm. again for their stuff, and yeah. then that's when you start comparing yourselves in a negative way to those people. Oh yeah, right? Because yeah. like a lot of the times, people that get that kind of like traction, it's like an anomaly. It's not like super mm-hmm. common. It doesn't happen yeah. to everybody, but those tend to be the people that we end up seeing. So we end up comparing to it, right? Yeah. But like a big help to my mental health because content creation is something that like really affects their mental health a lot in a negative way you're always mm-hmm. second guessing yourself, you're always wondering what I'm doing wrong, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I just came to accept the fact that like it is what it is. I'm just going to keep yeah. posting, like I said, if a 1000 people, 500 people, 200 people see this, that's and an extra eyeballs on my content and then we just keep rolling with it, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, and I I think that's a great
0: it's uh, a great approach because yeah, like it's it really can be damaging um uh, from a mental health standpoint when you when you have like these expectations or these aspirations of, you know, every clip going viral, but that's just not the way it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I remember one, one clip I worked on, I swear I worked on it for like, it was just a, it was like a 50 second TikTok, and I worked on it for like four or five hours. And I was mm-hmm. like, it was like three in the morning. I'm like, okay, I better just stop it here. And like, <laughs> you know, I posted it woke woke up the next morning it flopped and i'm like what the hell and like Mm -hmm. something else that i put like no effort into performed so much better i'm like it always happens that way dude always
1: (laughs) i I think like with with that what i started to understand is that like i'm just gonna want to post content that i'm proud of Mm -hmm. so if i'm proud of like what i just posted here and even if it doesn't get views i'm like you know what i like it i did it it's gonna be up and i'm okay with that you know because yeah. i i tried because like throughout my content career as well like i would like do a certain content but then i see someone else is getting more views doing something else so i try to switch minds to like emulate what they're doing mm-hmm. and it just doesn't like work out that way unfortunately oh yeah it is yeah. because someone does something some way doesn't mean it's going to work for you and then it takes away a piece of you so i much rather That's highlight true. who i am and what my content is and just be mm-hmm. okay with it not doing well than me trying to be someone that i'm not by trying to copy other people you know like for a while yeah. i was doing a lot of salt content on youtube because that was the thing in 2001 oh. 2021 <laughs> yeah. right but that yeah. was like oh, yeah. such a big thing back then i'm like yo i want those views too and i started doing yeah. like youtube content that way and i got views sure but the mm-hmm. people that were watching my content weren't people that i wanted in my community you know? oh yeah I was yeah. just like, I'm going to stop doing that. I don't really care. So I started doing like more wholesome content, meme content, and it wasn't really getting views, but at least it was something that was fun and enjoyable. And the people that liked yeah. it and enjoyed it are people that I wanted to watch me anyways. So it mm-hmm. just kind of worked out in that way, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's great. Just
0: like staying true to what you, who you are and what you want to do, because I think that people can sense when mm-hmm. you're, st- when you're stepping outside of what you're comfortable with and outside of who you are as a person like i i think people can tell when you're being genuine versus non not genuine right 100 agreed
1: i think people really don't think that like viewers really pay attention but mm-hmm. like people can really tell and see whenever people are not being authentic or themselves you know yeah and i think even if it might help you early on and get you some boost or whatever um it'll end up just like kind of flopping and people will just like end up not watching at that point anyways right like yeah. i think for a while when I was in like salt content and stuff, I was getting some traction on YouTube. And then like, I got like a shout out from like spooky um spookin' jukes. And I was like, oh, oh my okay. God, I'm gonna make it now. I'm gonna make it. And I got all these follows and all these people are now subbed to my channel. And mm-hmm. then over time, like none of them would watch my content, you know? Oh yeah. So I think it's just yeah. better to just like kind of stick with like who you are and you know, be genuinely mm-hmm. who you are. Cause then the people that do end up following and watching you are gonna be able to, are gonna stick around longer.
0: Yeah. Because they mm-hmm.
1: vibe with who you are and what your content is, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. One thing I was curious to ask you about is, um <clears throat> when it comes to like, l- l- let's just get our hands dirty for a second here. When it comes to like drama online and stuff, how do you deal with that? Because like, when I'm observing your content and the mm-hmm. way you conduct yourself, whether you're streaming or you know on on Twitter. Like, I, I don't really see a lot of nastiness between you and other people, which is good. Like, you, you mm-hmm. definitely want to. I, I think that's ideal. But, like, um,
1: I just, I don't know. Uh, How
0: do you find that balance? I guess I want
1: to ask. No, for sure. Um, for me, um, I just honestly can't be bothered with other people's bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. I think, like, I have a lot of things going on in, with myself personally in my own life. That I can't really right. be worrying too much about what is going on online all the time. Um, don't get me wrong, though. There are times when I want to, like, say or, like, give my two-piece a lot. But the thing that's yeah. been helping me to just avoid that is whenever I see something happening online, if it's something I'm not really passionate about or maybe I'm just mm-hmm. upset about in a moment, I usually, you should see my drafts. Like, I will type out a tweet. Oh, and then before yeah. I hit send, I sit there and I'm like, do I care that much to send yeah. this? And yeah. a lot of times it ends up being like, no, I don't. You know, like mm. I can't, like, there's so many things going on in the world, and like, I only have so much, I have a finite amount of energy to give. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want to give it to the negative all the time. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure if you go through my tweets like long enough, you'll see me like going through my own like stuff. But at the end of the day, if, if someone's being problematic or I just don't enjoy someone, like, I would just like mute and just like move on because like, yeah. I feel like it's just like not worth it at the end of the day. Um, from yeah, personally, and like I said, unless the topic that I really do generally like feel passionate about, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. bother like trying to like give my own two cents, right? Um, yeah, because there are certain topics like when it comes to like racism, homophobia, transphobia, and stuff like those shit I'm passionate about. And I will give my two piece and give my voice to support mm-hmm. people that need it. But aside from that, man, it's just like it's just not worth it because a lot of people yeah. online that are this problematic and all this stuff they don't care at the end of the day, no matter like what mm-hmm. I say or what I do. Yeah. um so what's the point of me giving them the energy they just want like that they just want the interaction they want the clout especially now on twitter mm-hmm. that you get paid for interactions on your tweet people will just post obscene wild things just oh, to yeah. have arguments going on that way they mm-hmm. get money on twitter you know so yeah for me it's just like That's not true. personally worth it and if mm-hmm. it involves it me like i will defend myself and stay my peace but i'm not going to continue giving that energy because i think the biggest thing that people like that want is to take your energy from you
0: and maybe yeah.
1: i have other things to do okay
0: <laughs> i'm making
1: content i'm, I'm streaming for yeah. five to six hours a day i'm editing for three to four hours a day i have a partner yeah. i want to spend time with a hangout i have like games mm-hmm. i want to play on my own like the yeah. last thing i want to do is give like trolls like my energy now if they come yeah. into my stream though <laughs> which i gonna be posting it to, i've been posting a clip on twitter later today if you come okay, into my yeah. stream and try to be nasty baby my mentality went from being angry to like let me farm this content real quick because if you're gonna come into like my stream or my space and Mm -hmm. uh, you know call me like the n-word call me the f-word say Mm -hmm. all these things i'm gonna get money off you (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm gonna i'm gonna farm you because i'm really good at like kind of like debating people or i'm really good at just kind of like trolling people back so i'll troll Mm -hmm. you for a bit get a couple clips in for my mods and then like i'll ban you and move on (laughs) yeah oh (laughs) that's hilarious yeah it, but like it, this this like uh i say this as if it's so easy but like, it really isn't because i mm-hmm. feel like it took me a long time to get to this space like with myself as well oh yeah um because yeah. content creation feels like it's such a journey with discovering who you are and what you can do you know mm. and so me just saying that is not super accurate because when i first started streaming and stuff i used to like get into it as well with people I used to get bothered by a lot of things that people would say but I think it's like a big journey of self-discovery. And I think once you find that peace within yourself to just like not give a fuck, I just yeah it better. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to please everybody. You, you could be the most perfect human being. Someone will find someone something to say about you, you know? You could be the yeah. nicest person but someone will comment about like your appearance. Someone will comment about how loud you are. Someone will comment about how annoying you are. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, like I'm not going to please those people anyway. So why should I give a shit about what they think of me, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: it's important to have these conversations because it it doesn't matter where you, where you end up in content creation. Like, but it seems like the more successful you become, the more people will want to come in and bring you that weird energy and try to knock you down a peg. It's, I don't know why that is, but like, i I witness it at all levels, whether it's, xqc ninja uh you know like Hmm. uh these massive content creators or you know some like i i I even saw Wojako taking a lot of flack from from people recently and i'm just like bro why like yeah dude's doing his own thing and he's chilling and there's no hatred in his content and like People want to bring weird energy to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> people, like... I think at the end of the day, you have a hard time seeing other people happy and then succeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of like initial responses is like, bring this person down. Um, yeah. Because for some reason, like I don't think that way, but like, you know, unfortunately a lot of people do. And that's yeah. just kind of their vibe, you know? And then I think like a big thing that also helped me is that like, I have a brother who's a very big content creator in a space. and i've seen a lot of the stuff that he's gone through and like Mm -hmm. um i asked him for advice as well so i think that's also helpful for me as well yeah oh that's great to Mm -hmm. have that
0: to have that uh support system that that's awesome yeah he's great like he he's like one of
1: the biggest gta role player streamers on twitch uh oh no way i didn't know that and seeing like Watching his journey was wild mm-hmm. because yeah. I remember when he used to like stream in our parents' house, and he'd be up there screaming and yelling for all hours of the day. And everyone's like, "This is so <laughs> annoying. You're not going anywhere with this." And then, yeah. like a couple years later, he's like averaging like twenty thousand views a stream. You know, wow. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. <laughs> that's
0: crazy. Like when you put that into perspective, twenty thousand. That's like a, a hockey arena, essentially. Dude, it's crazy
1: it's crazy yeah. and he's like outliving his life and i'm really proud and he's like kind of a big reason why i started content creation because us as mm. kids because i'm a family of five right it's like me and my sister okay. and four and three brothers so it's a family of five kids yeah um we all were huge gamers growing up and our biggest dreams okay. were always to be streamers we wanted to like play league of legends and all that stuff like oh, it was always yeah. a big dream but like mm-hmm. it you don't really think you could ever really do that you know <laughs> yeah oh, especially yeah. like it, it came to a point where I'm all like you know if you're not like if, if you're not it now you're never going to be it and then one day my brother mm-hmm. decided to just try doing it um like he was just at home with the computer he's like i'm just gonna start streaming and then to yeah. see where he went now it really showed me that like you could literally do anything you set your mind to which is so oh, cliche yeah. we hear that all the time yeah. like yeah whatever oh, yeah. you know what I mean like but it's true like me and my family we came from like pretty much nothing you know we're like Mm -hmm. come from brazil which is a pretty poor country immigrated to canada um not really a lot of money we're a big family so we're very poor just to begin with it was very hard to support ourselves and to see Mm -hmm. one of us go from like quote unquote nothing to something like at extreme like really was a huge motivation like for me to try (laughs) oh that's awesome Hmm
0: yeah that that's so cool like when you think about uh you know like the that's the other thing that i i think about all the time you know like my myself it's a minor miracle that i'm even here like as a native canadian person Mm -hmm. and uh for me to have content out there um whether whether i become the next ninja like i don't really care at this point no i i right there with you, (laughs)
1: baby. But, like, as
0: as long as my, my stuff is out there, then hopefully, uh-huh. like, as long as I can make some people happy and uh,
1: exactly. hopefully inspire
0: other people, like, that's that's the ultimate ultimate dream.
1: Yeah. Like, um, for me as well, I don't think I'll ever get to the level of my sibling, but that's A-OK. I just find it to yeah. be really surreal that people even want to, like, watch me <laughs> as a person, you know? Hell, but, yeah. yeah. Just those feelings are so cool. And people are just like, oh, i am looking forward to the stream all day. Like, that's such a nice feeling. Oh, that's cool. Um, and stuff like that really helped me out in general uh, when it comes to, like, say, if my numbers are lower than usual, blah, 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 blah. It used to affect me a lot and they used to, like, mm-hmm. really upset me. And then I came to a yeah. realization that's, like, it's so unfair for me to, like, not want to do something or stream right now because my numbers are lower than usual when I have, like, so many people that, like, are looking forward to me doing this today so oh, that's yeah. why i go to every stream um every tiktok i make everything that i do i just put 110 percent myself behind there even if like oh yeah you know it doesn't get as much traction as a lot of people do um the people that do come i owe it to them i feel yeah you know? oh totally yeah I, i've got people in
0: my corner that are that are like that like there's uh one of my one of my best friends his, his name is dino mm-hmm. and um I know him personally, like he, we, we live in the same city and we're, we're buddies and everything. Uh, but like there was a time when I was talking about quitting content creation and he was like, you know, it's I'd be really sad because he's like, you know, I'm a very anxious person. So when I see you streaming or if you post a podcast and stuff, he's like consuming that really helps me with my anxiety. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, my heart. Oh. I know. <laughs> I like okay, yeah.
1: okay. I got to keep this thing going. <laughs> it's such a cool feeling, man. Yeah, and like I think at, at the end of the day, uh, reality for all a lot of us creators is that a lot of us are never gonna make it as big as the big streamers. um yeah. So I think it really just depends on what you want to do with what you're doing. You know. Yeah um like i'm having a great time right now and i'm enjoying my time doing it can i do this forever probably not if things don't like pick up more quote-unquote in a money department but what i'm right. doing now is amazing it's fantastic and if it does end up this like something i have to stop at least it's something that i'm going to look back in my life and be like that was like a very cool experience for me you know oh exactly
0: yeah Oh, i forgot to mention uh the other uh, to go with all of the events you've been in like you know happy latin and hispanic heritage month
1: Um, it's my month (laughs) it
0: is (laughs) yeah
1: you get pride month and then this what the hell man Dude, Um, being a (laughs) a melting pot of minorities really helps me out sometimes i get many a (laughs) month i get i get black history month i get pride month i get latin heritage month i get a lot of months in the year baby (laughs) and let me tell you i smoked that shit in okay and july is my hey, birthday month so like at least four months of the year it's about me <laughs> nice
0: I, I i love that for you um but yeah you were announced as
1: as part of uh how did you how do you say that? latin luminaries uh, luminaries yeah um yeah. so what it basically means is the luminary because i asked them <laughs> it's Okay, basically yeah. just um people that inspire other people mm-hmm. um which is another pretty cool opportunity because like i never thought it was gonna happen Yeah, it was like, especially because like Twitch has like the unique guilds and stuff now, which I'm not in. Right. Um, I didn't think anything was going to happen. And then I just opened my email one day. I'm like, get out of here, bro. Like that is like real. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's happening this year. Apparently it's the year of Hydro to an extent. And I'm like I said earlier in the podcast, I'm going to ride this wave until it crashes (laughs) because it will crash. Um, But while I'm up here, baby, the site is beautiful and I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to milk every opportunity I get for as much as it's yeah. worth it,
0: you know yeah that that's amazing I, I loved seeing you know that I think that twitch video the promotional video they released it, it started with you as a croissant right
1: <laughs> that, <was like> <laughs> <laughs> that croissant clip was like from like two and a half years ago and that yeah. happened because I had like a, something called a snap cam filter on my pc and I was just like mm-hmm. you're able to kind of change what you look like like on your camera or whatever for funsies And I don't know, for some reason, I saw this croissant and I clicked on it and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, I look ridiculous. And I had this really slow zoom slash like music buildup scene. So I just Mm -hmm. did that while staring directly at the camera. And at the very end, I just go, (laughs) hi. And I thought it was so funny. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Like for like two years, like Mm -hmm. being a croissant on my stream was a thing. People will call me Drosant uh um, oh no way. <laughs> he will redeem it like he will come yeah. out randomly and it was a different persona i would just do like bakery and pastry puns for like an hour <laughs>
0: and it was oh, so that's funny. hilarious
1: and the fact that they used that clip to open it up i was like that is that's hilarious dude like what yeah. a, the funny moment in my career <laughs> that i thought was just yeah. like me being stupid <laughs> <laughs> i love that
0: because yeah like you just never know with with like what's going to take off. Right. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I've definitely been in your streams when you, when you've been at croissant and it mm-hmm. just, again, that's just one of those <laughs> things that makes me giggle and, you know, just feel better about the day kind of thing. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Like I said, yeah. I, I, I always, I just love making myself look a fool on stream. Cause mm-hmm. like, I, I really like don't hold myself to that high of a standard in terms of like seriousness. So yeah. if I act a fool and it makes someone's day, and I talk about it for a bit, like I love that. Like I always tell people, like yeah. if you don't laugh in the first like five minutes of being in my stream, I'm not doing the, my job correctly. Um, oh, yeah. I'm just gonna make people laugh. I just want people to have a good time, forget their worries for a bit. Um, being good at DVD was just a byproduct, you know. I, what can I say? I'm just really oh, good at yeah. video games. <laughs> 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 but like, can't be helped. <laughs> <you know? laughs> can't, can't be helped. This is who I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day like, that's what i want to do bro i just want to i just want people to have a good time
0: because mm-hmm. life could be
1: so like hard you know oh yeah and then oh, yeah. being able to just like you know maybe for like even just for like a minute making someone forget about like whatever worries they're going through in that day like that's yeah. what i want to do like that's what i love and that's why i said like dbd is like a catalyst for people to come into my streams but like i feel like me being like trying to be a comedian or improv and stuff like that is like what i excel in. So I really mm-hmm. try to dive heavy into that, you know? Which oh, came yeah. with like the whole thing but like when I first started, people always would tell me, like, you just have to find your thing, you know, you gotta find your thing. I'm like, what do you mean, like find your thing? Like, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It is something that just kind of like happens gradually. Because like when mm-hmm. I first started streaming, my everything was so different until I just to oh, like, yeah. just being myself. And then people are like, Yo, I, I like this. I'm like, You do? Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. You, you like just me. We'll just go to that more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think
0: you're touching on something that's really important when it comes to finding your, your, what works for you. Like it's just, it's just, finding your own strengths which again sounds super cliche but like you just dial it up a tiny bit right you're just exactly. like okay let's do this and let's let's amplify it a little bit because that's
1: exactly exactly that's what
0: you need to do and like um, you
1: said very cliche because it is such a cliche <laughs> thing to say you know yeah, yeah but it works <laughs> it's, like, right? it's like when people tell you to go for a walk whenever you're feeling down. And then, mm-hmm. like, you think it's really stupid until so you go for a walk and you're like, "God damn it it <laughs> actually helps, you know? It's like that yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here. It's like, hey, okay, I'll go for a stupid me- walk for my stupid mental health. And I'm like, fuck, it's working.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You start out, your shoulders are hunched over. And at the end, you're just like, okay, <laughs> oh. you know,
1: today's not too bad. Like, it's <laughs> silly, but, like, the cliche things are, like, just actually pretty true, you know? And, like, it, yeah. something you said right now, too, that I think is super important is, the like, dialing it up part because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people who just watch twitch either think you're faking it or think that you're like this 24 7 but i think all the creators that um stream or make content i truly believe that everyone is like that to an extent but we all do dial it up a bit you know it's oh, like we're yeah. putting on a show we're trying to entertain yeah like i am like this yeah. not 24 7 mm-hmm. at 100 yeah. yeah, this is me just a little bit more
0: yeah yeah like um ghost arcade is another classic example. Like, you know, I I think when ghost hits, you know, stops streaming, I I don't think ghost keeps screaming and shouting and stuff.
1: Exactly. (laughs) But it it
0: makes, it makes for entertaining content Mm -hmm. and really just fun place to be. Cause like, yeah, it's just, um, there, there is a, you know, showmanship to, to what, you do and to what Mm -hmm. ghost does and um i think it works really well for for both of you just as two people as an example and i think that a lot of people lose focus of that that
1: Mm.
0: when you're streaming when you're putting out youtube videos your goal is to entertain people like exactly the gameplay sometimes is like secondary to to your content like it's just like the background thing exactly where um and I think that like some people just focus too much on the game and like they just lose focus on like like I like for example, I I watched one streamer, they were playing, I think, Valorant or Counter Strike or something. They pulled off this really cool play. They like it was like three V one and they hit a couple of headshots and like got flashbang and went into a corner and then they got another headshot and they overcame like a 3v1 situation which they shouldn't be able to do and there was just no reaction there was just
1: nothing (laughs) i was just like what
0: like give us something you know like
1: it's funny that you say that because i think that content creation depending where you are is different and i'm a firm mm -hmm. believer that when you're a smaller creator it's harder everything you do is harder because mm-hmm. if you're a big, already a slubbish creator, you can sit there in silence and just play a game and people will just like come <laughs> eat it up, sub to you. They don't care, yeah. right? But yeah. when you are smaller and you're trying to build your audience, you have to do more. You, like, yeah. you really you really do, you know? Because mm-hmm. if, people, if people don't know our names, they don't really care to come to our stream and just watch us play games and just sit there, you know? Yeah. It has to be captivating, it has to gravitate, it has to like pull them in. And I think that it's just so much harder when you're smaller. you know the bigger content creators oh, totally. have their own thing that they worry about a lot, and I'm sure, yeah, oh yeah um, yeah, the smaller side, the focusing on growing, I feel is like super stressful and hard to do, right? oh yeah, you like one, you're making your you're you're streaming yourself, trying to discover mm-hmm. your brand. then you have to mm-hmm. do your own editing. you have to do your own community management. you have to do everything by yourself and on your own. Oh, yeah,' out. no one's there to tell you how to do it, what do you need to do. So I feel mm-hmm. like it's so hard for smaller creators, like you know, to do it. And like I consider myself, a small creator as well. I know some people don't, mm-hmm. but I definitely am. Like, I feel like if uh, you're not pulling like 800 viewer average, ship, like we are just smaller creators in the, the day.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So it's a whole different ball game, right? Um, oh, you totally. To, you just have to like dive and put in your personality into like everything you do.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there there are times when. Uh, he, I don't know if I'm a bad person or a good person for doing this, but there are times when I go into like, say the DVD directory and uh, I'll just like test smaller streamers. I'll just Mm -hmm. be like, Oh, okay, let's go check out this person with, you know, five, 10 viewers, whatever. And I'll be like, Oh, I love that cosmetic. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm like, yo, is this, is this your main? And I'll, I'll ask like a question or two and I'll, I always pick people with cameras because, like, I, I just like to see what their reactions are and stuff. And I've even seen people like they I can see them reacting to reading my message and then just don't even say anything. I'm just like, please, I'm trying to help
1: you out here. Like, give me something. It's funny you said that because like, I kind of do the same thing. I don't know if I would consider it testing people, but I think I'm looking for mm-hmm. other people to watch. And I want to see, like, yeah, they said I kind of vibe in, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this ties back into what we we're talking about earlier about people trying to emulate other people because they see it works for them, but it yeah. won't necessarily work for you, you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. I like a big thing for me is when I go into like um smaller creator spaces, quote unquote. Um, I don't like yeah. using the word small creators, but it's just like a way. To oh yeah, it, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. a big thing for me is like the community like if i come in i try to interact and say hi and like no one really talks with me i don't feel welcome mm-hmm. there and i don't want to be there you know oh yeah um yeah. I, I drive into my community's heads i'm like if someone new comes here and says hello y'all show manners and say hello back you know <laughs> like yeah. that kind of stuff um yeah, but, yeah i kind of I do something similar because like it's mm. also like another way for me to see what works and what doesn't work and try to apply it to my own content you know and i'm not oh, yeah, to totally. people i'm not saying copy other people okay i'm not saying <laughs> yeah. that because that happens on this space and if you're gonna copy someone you better at least do it better than they did because otherwise <laughs> yeah better, right but yeah like
0: there's there's no nothing wrong with getting like inspiration from others and it, it doesn't really matter where it comes from as long as you're inspired and want to mm-hmm. try something new or try to improve something but with that with that whole process that i described i did discover somebody who's really cool and uh And I was like, Oh, this girl has like a cat tower thing in the background and has like multiple cats sitting in there. I'm like, I got to check out her stream. And immediately she was just like high energy, really welcoming, just really funny. Like was kind of drunk at the time (laughs) 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 was drinking some white claws. And that was like her personality was the claw and like talking about the claw. And I I was like, hell yeah, I'm here for this. And and we, uh, yeah we we remained like you know twitch friends uh, until she stopped streaming and more focusing on like her you know work career and you know real life stuff i guess you could mm-hmm. say but um but i did really enjoy that time hanging out with that person Oh, someone
1: like the best creators i've met are people that are people that others would consider quote-unquote smaller creators like yeah people who are really trying to like make a name for themselves and do the thing like they are some of the most creative and entertaining people that i've ever met you know oh yeah i, I think it boils yeah. down to really like what you're looking for in a moment as well in terms of creator. because mm-hmm. sometimes i just want to watch a big creator who doesn't talk who's playing a video game it's something i like, want to watch you know yeah um when, when it comes to like community and entertainment you know, the people that people consider small creators are just some of the most Entertaining out there, and I met some amazingly creative people. And I sit there and I go, "How is how are people in here right now? This is like gold material." You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I wanted to I wanted to rewind the clock just a little bit because we were talking about like how how like this is the year of Dro. Like you're in all all these cool events. You know, I, I was curious. Like, do you feel any added pressure or responsibility to be like a strong voice in the lgbtq a2s plus community like did, oh 100 Does that ever done
1: on you 100 yeah. um i'm also somebody who firmly believes that if you have a platform you have to use it in a good and positive way you know mm-hmm. like even if it's like people always say like don't bring politics into this but like, at the end of the day a lot of the things that like happen are just are not politics like people's mm-hmm. lives aren't politics you know um right. so i i i try to do everything i can um one to uplift like people in the minority groups or in my circle and stuff like that and also mm-hmm. just to be like a positive voice and to show people that like if you put your mind to it you could do the damn thing just like anybody else can um it is added pressure though like mm-hmm think on thursday especially like um during the dbd event like i right my anxiety went like i'd never experienced anxiety this intense before like it went through the roof oh wow yeah to yeah. the point that like we're in canada so i can say this like i mm-hmm. had an end stream and i had to like hit my bait like and just chill oh and it lasted yeah. like for so long you know oh so, wow um, it is pressure but like mm-hmm. i feel like it's i have an obligation to do what i can um Mm -hmm. especially like being part of of these groups and for being someone who has somewhat of a platform like i feel like i have to use what i have for quote-unquote good you know yeah Um, and i try to do what i can um with charity events highlight events and stuff but it is it is a lot of added pressure and i feel that you know if my stuff if i keep growing etc it's going to keep being there but it's something that i'm also proud of and something that i'll happily do um oh yeah you no know, if things get really really hard i'll take breaks when necessary like i know myself but mm-hmm. it's something that even though it's difficult like i think it's important and something that i always pride in doing you know
0: yeah cool yeah i was curious about that because um you know I, anytime i see you in any of these events uh, or again like when i see you on twitter and stuff like i i just see you advocating for others and just being really just like almost like a magnetic force like you Mm -hmm. just you know like i feel like i want to be closer to you and your content and just
1: appreciate uh, it's almost like
0: an umbrella of safety you
1: know (laughs) really (laughs) appreciate that Doing things like that is what make things worth it for me you know Mm -hmm. like that's like what i that's what i love and hearing that people say that and they vibe with it is like super Mm -hmm. heartwarming for me It is who I am and Mm -hmm. I'm happy that I'm making like somewhat of a difference for people. And like, that's just like a really, really cool feeling, you know? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And
0: and I was curious and we did talk about this before we started the interview, but like, I was curious if you could tell me a little bit about your coming out story, what that was like and what your support system was like, because, you know, um, I mentioned a little bit earlier and I've mentioned it during my podcast over various episodes, you know, I, I'm also a part of the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think a lot of the people well, it's hard to say who listening is, is part of the community, but like I, I think that people do find strength in hearing other people's stories. So
1: sure. I, I love sharing stories like this to people. Um and for people mm-hmm. that are listening now, if it's for you, amazing. And if it's not for you, um I hope maybe you at least get a perspective on how things are for people. Cause like my coming out story was hard. It was very oh, hard. Okay. Um like I said, my background is a Brazilian, um, people tend that come from like, you know, different parts of the world tend to be way more religious. Um, so oh, right. especially if you come from a poorer country or a poorer part of the country, religion is mm-hmm. all a lot of people have to hold on to. Because so you don't know when you're gonna get your next meal. You don't know if we're gonna have power the next day. So a lot of like people tend to gravitate towards fate in order to keep them going. And I think that's cool. You know, I'm not a religious person i'm not a big fan of religion but i have seen the beautiful sides of religion growing up very religious um right Going <laughs> from that to my coming out story it wasn't that positive um i think mm-hmm. when i was younger i was 13 years old um i was like a, once once again like very family heavy and very religious myself um mm-hmm. with religion they always tell you to be honest to talk to your family about things to always be there always love yada 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 um so when i started figuring out that i like i'm i'm, I'm like queer i'm like gay um, I told my parents about it and they didn't mm-hmm. really react at first. Um, oh, okay. and they're like, okay, well, this just kind of brush it off. Um, yeah. then the same day, uh, my mom took all my siblings, like to my aunt's house. I'm like, I want to go. She's like, no, no, you're gonna stay here. We're gonna take them. I'm like, okay. Um, oh, okay. So I was yeah. just staying home. I was playing video games, like on our, I guess, mm-hmm. Xbox at the time. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. and then my parents came back with my mom, my dad, my aunt, my uncle, and my pastor from my church um and they did the whole like pray to get away thing <laughs> which is great oh, no yeah at the time um yeah. you know like praying seeing the doubles in me uh, oh jeez bible a couple times it was pretty intense i won't get so full into details we get the whole gist of it, it was yeah. pretty intense. um mm. i kind of like ran like back into that closet like pretty quickly um oh wow and then throughout the years of like a lot of self-loathing hate, I was trying to push it back. Once again, being very religious myself, mm-hmm. I would like pray a lot I'd be like, please change me. I don't want to be like this. Like Aww. I just want to like, make my family proud. I want to be straight. Like, I don't want to hide these mm-hmm. feelings anymore. And I thought something was wrong with me for a long time. And until a couple of years later, I came out again and it wasn't very, yeah. at the, to the point that like, I was kind of like, you know, don't be here. Um, yeah. It really wasn't until towards the end of both my parents' lives that they kind of like became more accepting um mm-hmm. I'm happy to be. Before my dad passed away, he got to like meet my partner and love my partner. Um, oh, that's good. My, and my mom didn't get a chance to experience that um because mm-hmm. she was battling cancer. She went kind of quickly in that department. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay, but yeah, it was very, it was very hard <laughs> at the beginning. Oh, I'll bet. You know, yeah. And like I said, especially like growing up, extremely religious. Um, it's not only getting like hate from like others around your family; it's like the self hate mm-hmm. as well, which was very prominent because right. I did not want to be. This way, right? I was always told it was bad, it was, you know, evil, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. the saying that things get better is like definitely true because things are very hard for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I come to more accept myself and being myself, like now, like I met my partner who I've been with for mm-hmm. like two and a half years through Twitch. We're living oh, together. We oh, have like awesome. kids, and by kids, I mean a dog and a pet lizard. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I, I'm happy, bro. I'm really, really happy. Now. I love
0: that. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's um uh, that, that thank you for sharing um mm-hmm. so so candidly like I, I again I think that there are people listening who you know, I, I've had I've had multiple people say, you know, I'm I'm questioning, I'm I'm not sure where I'm at. I'm like, "You know what? You don't have to decide right now. You've really got don't. the rest of your life to decide." And I was like, "Whoever you want to share it with, that's up to you. Like you control that." And mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that hearing these stories can can help people. And like my story, I was it was much later in life for me. It was mm-hmm. only three, four years ago I realized I was bisexual. And um, I
1: remember you coming out bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll <laughs> I'll never forget. Like thinking to my like my entire life, I just always thought every every guy felt the way i feel about mm-hmm. you know fellow males like you know admiring a handsome guy or like a guy with a cool voice and all this stuff and admiring channing tatum and the way he dances and magic mike and all Ooh, baby stuff and i was like <laughs> wait a minute i was like wait my buddies don't enjoy the same things that i do <laughs> and I was like, it it came to me as like a wave of like, just memories. Like I remember being a little kid and there were times when I'd ask my buddies to go play basketball with me and I'd be like, I felt shy. I was like, I felt like I was asking them on a date. And I think that back then I was probably attracted to them in some kind of way.
1: And, Uh oh, um, that's so, this is such an interesting conversation. I love this. Yeah, I don't think I, was, I, get, I don't think I ever really get to hear how the point of view of it is when you, you kind of realize later in life because I feel like I do oh, yeah. at a young age. This is yeah. so. Continue, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say that's it's like. It's oh, so yeah, that's
0: cool. so cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there there were things that that played in my head from my past, and I was like, oh yeah, you remember? I remember, and I didn't know why I felt shy about asking my friends. I thought it was just because I was a shy person, but like mm-hmm. no, it was. I was nervous because I didn't want to get rejected by my handsome friend with uh-huh. like, the, the six pack kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and, and at some point we're going to take our shirts off and play
1: basketball. And I, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> no, I, that's, so, this, that's so cool just to hear that. Yeah. And this is why, like, I'm i I'm a, such an open book. I said this to you mm-hmm. earlier. I'm like, I, I think yeah. I overshare sometimes, oh, yeah. but I think it's like yeah. really cool. To share mm-hmm. your life and your experiences, because you never like one, people probably never even thought of what you're saying. And then two, yeah. someone's gonna be like, oh, is that why I'm thinking and feeling this way? And they'll relate. Yeah. And then it's such a cool friggin' thing, dude. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Dude, you just blew my yeah. mind just now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because like, I think it's,
0: I like myself, like, you know, I'm native Canadian. So, like, uh, you know, being being queer is it is kind of in our culture mm-hmm. in, in a way, but like it's not it's not super accepted. Like you, you know, if if I'd come out when I was a kid you know, on my reserve, like I would have been laughed at, I would have been mm-hmm. ridiculed, would have been uh, mocked by not just kids, but like probably my aunts and uncles too. For sure, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, um, and, and the thing is, like I didn't know and I think the reason why I like to share these stories is because back then I wasn't aware of, I, I just saw it was just boys like girls and girls like boys. I, th- I thought that's all there was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I didn't have the awareness that it's possible to, you know, be attracted to somebody of the, of the same gender like that. To me, that was not a concept in my head as probably even a, young teenager you know like it's a way different world back then but like it was very not just frowned upon but very actively discouraged oh yeah i remember i remember we had uh um there was one uh openly gay boy in our school uh when we were in high school and he was i don't know how he made it through like while being such a nice and sincere and beautiful person because everybody was so rude to him just for existing. And I was like, I look back on that and you know, I, my heart breaks for the person. And, um, I remember even back then, um, I remember my friends being like, Oh, but he better not, he better not hit on me and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, the." Th- I remember even telling one of my friends, I was like, well, you don't, hit on every girl you talk to. So yeah. like, why are you so scared of this person? <laughs> and yeah. I just, yeah, it, it didn't go well, that conversation. And then, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, but I get it. Pe- yeah. But, uh, yeah, hopefully people listening will get some perspective and, um, you know, y- y- even if you're not in the community, like, I just really hope that you get like a little bit better understanding of, of, The roads we've walked down as as uh who we are as people so exactly
1: and then a a big thing i just want to put there too because we talked about this earlier like Mm -hmm. i i'm like a hot black gay guy right yeah (laughs) but at the the same time like those are like who or what i am but like not necessarily like who i am you know like it's a Mm -hmm. part of me and part of who i am and i embrace every single part of me um but a big is that like when people come into my stream, and I love the infamous "Are you gay?" question, and the mm-hmm. first thing I ask people that they ask me that is like, "Why do you care? Like, what yeah. what about my content right now? Does that question apply to you? Know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and it's like it's something something I embrace in who I am, but I'm I'm so much more than just that, you know? Oh yeah, so, like yeah. And not just me, like everybody is so much more than that. So like if you're mm-hmm. here, you're not part of the communities or whatever definitely mm-hmm. like look at it in a different way you know like people yeah. like might be they might be trans they might be gay they might be you know, black they might be hispanic they might be whatever but there's so much more mm-hmm. to them than just that and oh they, yeah they open mind and give them a chance bro. because a lot of us are just mm-hmm. trying to live our lives and do our own thing just like you know just like you are <laughs> yeah oh yeah
0: oh exactly exactly and i've seen that a lot especially in the dvd community people will go into someone's stream and be like are you a girl and it's like <laughs> that's the fir- first time chatter are you a girl it's like what are you doing dude <laughs> like,
1: why does it matter you know <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a big yeah. Troll when people come and do stuff up to me so people come in mm-hmm. the first thing they say like first message is like are you gay i'm like it's like why do you want to know like are we gonna hook up do you want to date yeah and, and so the answer to those <laughs> are no then i think that question is completely irrelevant in this moment yeah you know? <laughs> oh
0: yeah you know, it's funny you mention that because that's the way I used to troll people in, um, the, you know, those Call of Duty lobbies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get called the F slur, and I'd be like, "Oh, do you, are you looking for a date? Like, where, where are you from? Like, maybe we live close to each other." And oh, they, oh my god, they the always get thing. really upset Ooh, with that. Do the same <laughs> thing.
1: My new favorite thing now is when people come to my stream and call me woke. I called them woke okay. instead. <laughs> I, think so I think it's so funny oh that's hilarious i'm like i'm I'm not woke you're woke you don't want to be homophobic right now that's the wokest thing to be at this moment and they get so angry i just god so heads up if you come into my channel to troll me expect me to troll you back
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's that's hilarious you know there was there was um there was one clip i saw recently uh on your on your twitter Mm -hmm. where you got to speak portuguese to uh somebody in when you were playing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Mm -hmm. like that that I got super emotional watching that because like, you know, there there's a lot of history there, right? There's a a lot of culture that you don't really get to experience on a day-to-day basis. So what was that like when you ran into that person?
1: It's wild what kind of like trigger not triggers you, but like triggers an emotion in you. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of, like a lot of us in the minority groups always talk about representation, how important it is. And some people just don't understand that. Um, yeah. And then, like, sometimes you experience something that, like, just kind of highlights, like, what that means. Because for me, like, mom, both my parents passed away, like, within six months of each other. Um, right. And after my mom passed, my siblings all moved out of the country. So they're not here anymore. So it's just me and my mm-hmm. partner. And I love my partner to death. Like, we're great um, together and I love it. Yeah. Um. But... Um, I was just like sharing the story about my mom like on stream and how I don't really get to like speak in Portuguese anymore because there's no one really mm-hmm. to talk with anymore and the culture is not really there for me. Then I get into a random ass game and Texas Chainsaw Massacre with two Brazilian. <laughs> like, what yeah. are the odds? And I'm just sitting there yeah. being like, oh, well, they're Brazilian. I started talking to them in Portuguese and Portuguese is very rusty we're just talking having great comms like we got a 4k we like destroyed them kids right and then at some point i was just like y'all i'm so sorry my portuguese is like super rusty i haven't really been speaking it recently and then Mm. one guy was like dude what are you talking about you're speaking great and that moment was so like tight like i got emotional (laughs) and i don't get emotional like that usually i'm just screaming or laughing but i'm like tearing up and it was like a very beautiful thing when you get to like experience something like so simple um Mm. but it could be so moving, you know. oh yeah i mean it just made me happy because like i said i don't really get to speak my language very often anymore because i don't have any family here that speaks portuguese i don't have brazilian friends either so having that like moment after having a heartfelt conversation at the same time Mm -hmm. was just like oh beautiful so beautiful and a similar thing when like Hinatu got added to like dead by daylight right yeah it was like Mm -hmm. first brazilian characters added to dbd amazing Hinatu's name Mm -hmm. is my dad's name and my dad just passed away and oh, I was like, right. "Yo, this is like, you know, mm-hmm. a sign <laughs> or something." Oh yeah, I don't know how yeah. like much I believe in that, but even like when I was talking mm-hmm. to my mom, and then the Portuguese thing happened, someone in my chat was like, "You were just talking about your mom, like your mom is telling you that like she's around." And I'm like, "Oh, that's like, ooh. Yeah. it'd be right in the fields right there." Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's totally. really cool Because like yeah. when you live in like North America and stuff, and you're like not from here or your background is different. You don't mm-hmm. often really get to experience your own culture very much, so that's true. Yeah. And it has such a small moment where you kind of do it was just mm-hmm. you know very surreal, very cool,
0: oh, that's amazing, yeah, and I, I get that in a in a similar sense when I run into a fellow native person, mm-hmm. whether like if I'm on vacation or just out and about my city and stuff even just even just a little head nod is enough for me to be like, "Oh yeah, this is one of my people, you know' so
1: and, but, and when you some, meet somebody that just gets you and, like, vibes mm-hmm. with you, you know? Or, like, you meet someone yeah. that kind of, like, speaks the way you do. And you're like, wait a minute. Like, this is, like, you know, a cool little moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's totally. for really granted, I feel. But then when yeah. it happens, just like, ah, oh,
0: damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for, yeah, I ran into uh, one of my aunties at a grocery store close to where I live. And for us to be there, like, it was... There's, there's a lot of geography between the grocery store and where we grew up. So for me, I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And I know uh, she was, sadly, she was in town because like she had a um, somebody who was sick at the hospital nearby. But mm-hmm. like, we had that comfort level of like, hey, you know, we're, we're from the same reserve. We've got the same family and uh, we can meet each other on this level. And I don't interact with a lot of native people on a day-to-day basis, so when I Mm -hmm. do get to to see somebody who's family from back home, like that's huge for me. I'm just like, hundred percent, yes. And I I gave her a big hug, and you know, I was like, hey, you know, take care of yourself, and I I hope hope everything goes well for for uh, um, so and so who's in the hospital. And um, but yeah, there there is something special about those kind of interactions that um i can certainly appreciate it because I, I i yeah when i watched your clip I, I could see you getting emotional and i was like getting emotional
1: and i was like oh man that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it and I, that's why like i i really wanted to share that on twitter as well because like when mm-hmm. i went to go post it like the initial like part of the tweet was like i know this is not going to matter to a lot of people No, i know it won't yeah but i knew mm-hmm. it would matter to some people so just sharing that yeah. experience was very surreal and then a bunch of fucking brazilians followed me and like oh no a lot of them did and they messaged me and stuff so i was like oh hell yeah bro i'm finding my people right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so i've got a very controversial question for you do you do you you say soccer or do you say football oh god i say i say soccer
1: (laughs) oh okay okay (laughs) very controversial i will i will get yelled at that that. (laughs) wow yeah
0: (laughs) i I was never
1: really big on sports to begin with but oh i see uh, quick little story i remember when i was younger and it was the world cup and it was brazil versus argentina if you didn't know brazil oh, and yeah. argentina have kind of a feud um especially mm. when it comes to sports and i think jokingly yeah. I turn around and i was like i hope brazil loses so like my family oh, oh. baby i've <laughs> been in a room with 20 angry brazilians that shit was scary <laughs> <laughs> my mom told me, like, Don't you ever say that in my house again? I'm like, oh okay, sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: hilarious. Yeah, I'll <laughs> i bet. Because yeah, that's like yeah, Brazil, Argentina, very big um uh, football, soccer mm-hmm. uh influence there. So yeah, that's 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 risky ground you're playing mm-hmm. on. Saying that,
1: I didn't realize how risky it was, but I, I learned that day. Let me tell you, <laughs> never again did I ever edit those. I don't even think about those words anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's funny. The interesting thing is, like, um uh soccer slash football is such a big thing in, in Native communities over here on the West Coast. I'm not sure what it's like on the East Coast, but like it's massive, like our people play soccer, and we take it very seriously. And, you know, we've we've had some people who have played it at very high organized levels as well, because they're so talented. And we love to see that. And um, the thing is, like, we live in Canada, and Team Canada isn't always in the international competitions and World Cup and stuff. So yeah for me i always i always rooted for england because i was like well england colonized us so england's my team (laughs) (laughs) that's how i started following england and how i started like following like english football (laughs) and and i love it like uh, just before we just just before we uh had this interview i was like watching liverpool and i'm gonna i'm gonna finish the game after we're done
1: here <laughs> oh, yeah, so, dude. i'm happy you yeah. like that i never really understood the whole sports thing uh um, oh, yeah. until i realized that the way that i watch esports is the way yeah. people watch sports so i get oh, the hype, yeah. you know i get it just not for me not that kind of not that not that category of sports but i yeah. get it man and whatever oh, makes people enough. happy if you're enjoying having a good time like that's all that matters you know
0: yeah oh totally yeah that was uh yeah i was curious to ask you about that because i know like with your with your background being you know brazilian like that's it's like built
1: into your dna at that point so. oh yeah i was raised playing soccer <laughs> hated every goddamn second of it but oh did you Oh okay. <laughs> and i hated it to an extent yeah. like I, it's not kind of a lie i did enjoy it for a bit but it was never really for mm-hmm. me like i wasn't good you know i wasn't good oh. at it so everyone yeah. had expectations for me to win. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just not good at sports, you know. Although yeah. I I did play like football, football for a okay, while. Yeah. That I was pretty uh, decent at. But soccer mm-hmm. was just like, oh, that was rough for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I was okay, but
0: like never as good as my brothers, who yeah, you know, my older brother, he he when he was yeah, at his peak with soccer he's super fast and very talented and my younger brother he's like he's super fast but he's also really strong like he's built like a tank and he runs really fast yeah. and uh yeah he was a, an incredible defender he was like he he would take people out <laughs> like you would and he'd it it'd always be clean tackles and uh i'll never forget one time we ran into this kid who was kind of the same size as my brother played similarly. And they were kind of going at each other back and forth through the whole game. Mm -hmm. And, um, at the end of the game, this is youth soccer, right? They're like 14, 16, whatever age they were at the time. The, this, the, the dad for that kid, we saw him like he had his arm around his kid and he's approaching us. We're like, Oh boy, here we go. (laughs) But he turned out to be a Scottish guy. He's like, he's like, Oh Yeah. Thanks, thanks for giving my, thanks for giving my son a hard time. He's like, he gave him a, gave him a, a, some good tackles out there. And he's just like, he was so excited that his son was getting hit really hard on the, on <laughs> the so field. Funny. And, and we're like, we bonded over that. <laughs> so That's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I do, I do want to be conscious of the time. Cause like, I know we're getting close to. Uh, I think you had some stuff you have to do later, and
1: uh, yeah, I have a little DVD tournament today. We wanted to play against oh, cool. my desk fingers, so oh, awesome, cool. Yeah.
0: But yeah, um thank you, Drew, so much for making time for doing this, and uh, I really appreciate everything you have to say. And uh, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, you know where your content creation goes from here. Like it's uh, you're you're oh. one of the people I'm I'm really rooting for.
1: Thank you, Crow, and thank you for inviting me. This was a, a very fun podcast. I had a great time talking with you. Um, great, just like having like, a casual chat with somebody is like it was, it's a great time. And you're a great dude, and I'm happy you invited Thanks. me. Thanks. Sorry, it took forever I to could... set it up. I oh. <laughs> maybe busy brain has a hard time, but oh, I appreciate don't... you inviting me.
0: Dude, don't sweat it, because I, I I know you're you're you know you've got full time content creation, you're editing, I got your partner your your babies my babies um, <laughs> yeah and i've i've got all that too you know and time zones and everything it's just uh yeah the the thing is like i think only one or two people i've talked to ha- have been like hey do you want to do the podcast they're like yes when and i'm like uh whenever they're like how about tomorrow i'm like oh sure yeah let's do it tomorrow <laughs> like it's usually like for me it's like multiple weeks. Oh no, of that's going that's too fast for me, bro. I need at least yeah. <laughs> like 4 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You at least a little bit yeah. of time, you know. <laughs> yeah, cuz like the, at, at any given time I, I'm in talks with probably three or four different people trying to just find the time and for sure. find any the, the whatever works. Uh but yeah, at at the end of each podcast I do like to uh, um give my guests a chance to talk about anything you've got going on and where people can find you and your content.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't really have, um, anything going on like specifically, but you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv hydro. That's H I D R O. Um, everywhere else it's hydro official because my name is taken literally everywhere else.
0: Dro, thank you so much for doing this with me. And, uh, thanks again for your time and, uh, hope you have a good day.
1: Well, thank you.